Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Al. It's your <laughs> boy Trav B. Y'all, I just came from the dentist, y'all. So if I close my mouth on my teeth, it hurts so bad. But it's your boy Trav B. You tune into another episode of Motivate TL. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and of course, you got your girl Mo here. What's up, guys? It's a part about being transparent. I usually would have said Eddie Dan out, but. I was waiting for him to be like, okay, cut that. Let's no, start over real gonna, quick. <laughs> we're going to let y'all see the blueprint and all of that. But yeah, man, what's going on, y'all? Another great week. We're just going to hop right into some motivation. First things first, man, we're just going to have a little moment of silence for my boy Kobe Bryant, man. Okay. First things first, though, we're going to hop into some motivation. And I think it's only befitting that the motivation comes from... The legend himself, man, Kobe Bryant. Shout out to Kobe. R.I.P. R.I.P. Kobe and Gianna and everybody else that was on the helicopter, man. But yes, Kobe, I do not want to steal the shine yeah, from man, the other the family. Families. You know what I'm saying? It's just that whole situation is just tragic. And Kobe was the reason I actually played basketball growing up. The reason I watched basketball, and I was hurt. I was really, really hurt. So my motivation for the day. I found something that I felt like applied most applied to me and how I approach a lot of the situations. So I got two of them. The most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they do. That's the first one. The second one is I like challenging people and making them uncomfortable. That's that's what leads to introspection and that's what leads to improvement. You could say I dare people to be their best selves. And, I, of course, both of those kind of go hand in hand because if you aren't able to inspire the people around you, if you aren't if you aren't able to challenge the people around you, then you kind of got to look at your circle, you know what I'm saying? Because you should want everybody. Another quote that I've seen before is, if you're the smartest in the room, you're in the wrong room. Wrong. wrong. You know what I'm saying? So you should be able to inspire your friends. You should be able to challenge your friends. And they not feel bad about it, you know? Yeah, this is kind of weird to say, and I hope I don't offend too many people, <laughs> but um, being back here, I haven't really, besides my family, I don't have a friend group, so it's kind of like, I do thank social media low-key, right. just seeing what everybody is doing, and even though I don't know their journeys, it's like, oh, I gotta get to that. Right, oh, it I keeps you in this. touch with yeah. You because, know, others. like, right now, I haven't really built a, um, even girls or a whole bunch of guys that I can just really compare right. our journeys or anything like that to, but... You I got guess, me, Mo. I mean, I got you. You got a friend in me. <laughs> and we definitely nah, always yeah, we bouncing do. off we of do. each other. And I just think that's important, you know, when, when it comes to friends. It's good to have... I got through college as much as I did because of our it's like we kind of competed with each other subconsciously and not in a negative way it was just more so of like nigga be on your shit you know what I'm saying and I think that's just important in friendships in general so oh college I literally got through college because a friend pulled me up out of yeah, college yeah you know and I think that's that's a great thing to have people around you like that and I that's the positive side of social media you know the negative side comes in the social media bullying and the comparing flexing, yourself, flexing, and all of that. But, body image. And- yeah, you know, which we'll get more into some things with social media later. Um, another thing that, of course, happened this weekend was the Grammys. Um, and I watched most of it. Of course, it was bittersweet with the whole Kobe situation. And literally a year ago around this time, Nipsey Hussle. So the Grammys were... 
the, the Grammys are always that show to where it's like, because they don't, they don't really do black people the way. They, they don't, don't cater to they us. They don't cater to us. And the thing I can appreciate is black people, we, we're starting to stand up for what we deserve. And we're starting to be more vocal about it. We started not to just give a fuck about how these folks feel. Because at the end of the day, we are in positions to build our own. You know, the build, um, not and the billionaire. And speaking of that, um, just a little side note, the irony of the Grammys being in L.A. at the Staples Center, which is the house that Kobe, Kobe built. Yeah, exactly. You know he saying? built that legacy for the Lakers for that Staples Center to even be there. Right, right. So just to think about, um, like even the Google commercial, just all of these strides right. that Black people are making, and it's just so positive to see us standing up for. What's I think right. it's amazing, and to go ahead and discuss the Google commercial, I'm not sure if you know you guys seen it. You can easily YouTube it. It's on social media, but. When I saw that commercial come up, I, I knew, of course, it was saying the most search. So I knew it was a Google commercial, but I saw all of the African-American greatness. And I was like, wow, like, this is big. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it would have been befitting for Kobe to be on there, but <laughs> I mean, it was the most search. Yeah. It was LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? But And, of course, they already had that prior to him. That happened on the day of. But I think that's amazing. Now it's, it's really starting to show how powerful we are as a culture, how amazing we are as a culture, how much of, you know, how, how many trends we set and people, you know, bite off of us, but we don't always get the credit for it. Another thing that happened this weekend was the Rock Nation brunch. And of course, that shows black excellence in itself every year. And I'm always inspired just by the pictures and the quotes and the, you know, everything that they post on social media in regards to the brunch. It's just motivating, man. A lot of motivation just happened this weekend, even with the Kobe situation. I think it brings us together. I don't think... This is probably one of the first deaths, just as a whole, because it affected white people, it affected black people, it affected everybody. Um, whether you... I think... I know for a lot of males growing up, this was like our hero, you know what I'm saying? And... It was just so random to... Like, when I first saw it, I scrolled past it like, this can't be true. Yeah, we were sitting together. Yeah, and I said it, and y'all didn't even acknowledge it. And I said, oh, Twitter always be killing people. Yeah, and then right after, you know, somebody came in and was like, yo, Kobe, like, really died. And then when I heard his daughter died, it was just that, it was heartbreaking. Now, that's what took me out. Yeah, it was heartbreaking, man. It was heartbreaking. That's a tragic situation. I can, condolences to the family in general, but prayers for for everybody. Um, But to all the families, but I can only imagine how Vanessa Bryant feel, y'all. I can't even imagine it, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, you can't. Like, this, her husband, her daughter. This is a tragic situation. I don't want to dwell on it too much because it's sad. But And, I mean, just think of how blessed that we are as people that are still breathing today to be able to mend any situation right. that's worth something, that could be worth something to you in the future. Um, just know whatever you have going wrong with your loved ones get right get right apologize because death does not discriminate man i'm telling you it doesn't have an age limit no color no gender tax bracket you feel me like when it's your time it's your time and it's just important to show love 
to men like you know like you just said to just get right with your folks and even if you got to love them from a distance allow them to know that you love them you know i think that's the biggest thing and another thing that happened at the grammys uh, let's talk about Tyler the Creator a little bit. Woo, woo. You know, Morgan is because you made my earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I was inspired by his speech, and I think the one that has been going around on social media where he said the urban um, word was after the fact. He didn't say that during his speech. That was I think that must have been a post because he didn't have on what he had on when he said his speech. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I just listened to both of them. Okay, okay. I didn't see it with my yeah. eyes when I'm at work you know I just be listening to clips of mm-hmm. everything but um he made a great point he did make a great point so one of the points that he made was that he feels he's grateful for winning rap album of, of the year but he does feel like he's not deserving of rap album of the year mainly because his music is more than a rap album why can he not be in a pop genre He's not in a pop genre because of the color of his skin. Right. And, you know, Charlemagne was on Breakfast Club basically saying, what's wrong with just having a rap album of the year? You know, Jay-Z is a rapper. Nas is a rapper. Uh, All these great people were just rappers, but Tyler, the creator, is more than that. And he has been making rap albums. And then the one rap album he comes out with, or the one album that he comes out with that is not a rap album right. gets nominated and wins rap album of the year. So that goes to show like, okay, this guy is doing numbers. We've got to give him award. It's not going to be pop. And to be honest, I feel like Tyler Creator has more white fans than black fans. Right, right. Like, we're not about to give him pop mm-hmm. at all. We got to give him rap because right. he's, he's quote unquote urban when actually he's the opposite of urban because black, normal black niggas do not like Tyler the Creator. And he said it's a politically correct way to say nigga. Urban. Urban. And it is. Like, I've never really thought about it like that, but it. Oh, that's it, an it, urban area. Yeah. That's Ghetto. Like, yeah, it is. And like Big Worm said, man, Charlamagne saying all of that, it's the principle. It's the principality, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it is the principle behind it. Like, it's not about him winning. He did say that he was grateful. It's more so of how we are categorized, you know, as a culture. It's just like we get pushed in this box. And if we don't stand up for it, it makes it seem that if we are allowing this. And right. And it's an urban mindset that we're put into right. from day one. Um Black kids are trained to be athletes. They're trained to be rappers. They're they're trained to be in the fashion and stuff like that. Now, all of that stuff is a form of entertainment. Yep. You don't hear black kids trying to get into politics. You don't hear b- little black kids wanting to be everything that is cool is what we're trained to do. Right. But we're not trained to be the ones to make stuff go into effect. Because they make it seem like that's all we're capable of doing. And we're trained as kids to think that... Like, nowadays, you don't hear a lot of kids saying they want to be doctors. I don't want to... I want to be an accountant. You know, you don't really hear that. I want to play football. I want to play basketball. Oh, I want to be a rapper. I want to be everything that's in entertainment. Not realizing that you can be just as successful in any one of the, if not more, you know, depending and just on like, um, I want to say, sorry if I get this wrong, 
wrong. Maybe it's Dave Chappelle mm. who said it. Um, he's the top comedian in the world. Right. And in his neighborhood, he lives next to a doctor. Yeah. Not the best doctor in the world. <laughs> right. Not the surgeon. <laughs> not, you know, right. not the top five. A regular doctor lives next door to Shout him. Shout out to Dave Chappelle because he got a Grammy for Sticks and Stones. And oh, and he got real controversial yeah, on that. Yeah, he did. But that just goes That's, to say what we do, we have to be the best in it I'm telling you. just to be average or to just them. well off to them. Yeah, man. We're just sad, but we are moving. We're progressing. And like I said, I think with the effect that the Rock Nation brunch is having now. We're starting to build our own, own spaces. Own spaces, and I respect that so much. Even I mean, the BET Awards. I think BET Awards will eventually. I don't know if the BET Awards will do it though, because a lot of the, people have the, already lost respect for. Yeah, it. the BET Awards be a little ratchet. It's like the big black, people don't come. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because they their production be, can be a little ratchet, but I do believe that there are ways for us to praise and show love to each other. We have to get in that mindset of being okay with uplifting each other. And I think that has a lot to do with where we are as well. So yeah, a lot of dopeness going on, but us as a culture, we're still progressing. We've been fighting for years and we finally, and it's only getting better. And it's only getting better. We finally starting to get somewhere. So that's respect. That's the weekend, the Grammys, that's Kobe. I think that's that's the little weekend cap. Yeah, that's Tyler. That's Shout out to Tyler. <laughs> and um one one album that I would have been ecstatic about winning if Tyler didn't win was that Dreamville. Oh yeah, for sure. That would have sure. made so Deserve. many underdogs, Grammy winning award winning sure. artists and, and producers. Yeah. Although they are Grammy nominated, it means more when you actually get the Grammy. But shout out to everybody that put in the work on all of that. You know, I, I definitely think some people should have. Won, like, I think Billie Eilish, how do you say her name? Billie Eilish or whatever. Mm-hmm. She won all of those all, awards. She, she won all four. Yeah. The youngest mm-hmm. to do that. The first female, I think, to sweep all four. Best yeah. album, best song, best new artist, and best something else. I can't remember. Yeah. But, I mean, she was a industry bot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And she that's had the backing. Yep, yeah. So with that being said, what's some music you're looking forward to this year, you think? Today, I found myself checking for Lil Wayne Funeral. Okay. And I can see that. I'm I'm excited about that, too. I saw that pop up on Twitter. I don't know if I'm necessarily excited, but because I do know Lil Wayne has been the GOAT, and in my like years, he was a hero for me at right, one point right. in this rap game, and he has been disappointing a little bit lately. Right. But just because he holds that special part in my music heart, whatever he drops, I got to check it out. I got to sure. give it a try. So I found myself checking for that. Other than that, I just hear about stuff and listen to it. Right. I'm just excited about, of course, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop, so I don't really have any of those artists that I'm looking, but I'm excited about the direction of R&B in general um, because, of course, I sing, but they've been putting in work this last year, giving us a lot of solid music, you know, from females and upcoming males as well. Um, 
So I'm excited about that. I'm just you think excited. Rihanna going? <laughs> I think I, I, this is over, y'all. I think we need to just give up. Let give it happen up. when yeah, it happens. When she decided to drop some music, but it would be nice to get something from her. I think a, a good um, Beyonce album would be straight. You know, she did the collaboration with Jay Z, and then she did the Lion King thing, but that wasn't really like her. Her, her you know, what I'm saying. Uh, I think Frank Ocean is working on some new stuff. Uh, Big Sean is working so, on some new ooh, stuff. Oh, I love Big Sean. Let ooh. me give you my theory, my unpopular theory about Frank Ocean. Okay. Frank Ocean makes us wait so long for our music that we're fiending for it so bad that by the time it comes out, whether it's simple, basic, good, bad, we indulge in it and we love it. Right. And I mean, I guess that's a good strategy because his music, I'm not going to say it's bad at all because I love Frank Ocean. Right. But Blonde definitely took me some listens, some replays to... To get into... Me too. But once I was was into it... I don't even think I... I I got into it. Yeah, I I didn't even really get into it. But it's almost like I really had to get into the stories and and how sometimes you listen to a music and apply those words to your life. It it took that for me to get in the blind. The first initial listen, I was like, eh. Yeah, I ain't even really give it a try, honestly. So but a lot of his older stuff, it caught me immediately. Immediately. You know what I'm saying? And then like like one of his older mixtapes. I still look for some of that music just online because it was Me just too. so Get dope. Spinrella. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all on there. Okay, bet, bet. Yeah, some of his older stuff, like, yeah, I'm, I was rocking with it. It took me back to high school days. I remember I was, like, hot boxing in the car listening to, like, some of that stuff, and it was just having you in the zone. Um, and, of course, things changed for Frank Ocean once he kind of made that announcement because the whole uh, coming out thing wasn't as... Do you think so? It did. I, I like, but he came out with he came out when Channel Orange released. Right, right, right. But I'm saying like a lot of stuff before. I feel like he was. I feel like that kind of affected him. He it his music, his style of dropping music became like that after that because then he didn't mind dropping music just because he knew people would like it. But then after the fact, of course that would affect people. But you got a person like Lil Nas X. He, he didn't he didn't let that stop him. Well, it's a different time now. That's, and that's why I said yeah. now it's more accepted, I would say, to society. But even with Lil Nas X, I can really understand as much as great as, you know, as he's viewed as an artist. He did Old Town Road at the Grammys twice. I thought he did Rodeo. Well, the, uh, the, on Sunday, he did like a remixed version of it. But it was definitely Old Town Road. And, and if I'm not mistaken, he did it last year at the Grammys. No, he did rodeo. He did rodeo this year with Nas. Well, he did like a mixture. Oh, maybe a vote. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's his his song. That was his hit. I'm like, yo, a year later, this man still another person. I'm excited about Bruno Mars, man. It's it amazed me how long 24K. 24 carry magic in the air. Hey, that album went around like three years though, as if it was like brand new. And you know, I'm looking forward to that. I love music like that. That's how Beyonce's four was. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy you say that because I was just telling somebody that was the album that put me on Beyonce. Like I wasn't. Oh, okay, that's crazy. I wasn't really like the Beehive. I don't really know a lot prior to that. I knew songs here and there, but 
I was with whoever I was talking to at the time was like killing that four album. And I was like, wow, Beyonce is really dope, man. For real. I think I was in a rocky stage of a relationship as I usually <laughs> am. Um, and Beyonce, you, yeah. <laughs> and Beyonce said, and Michael, I know you don't care too much, but she killed it. I said, oh, she yeah, cares. She, and then when the, when uh, <laughs> when the video started circling around or the acapella and her just singing it raw, the raw yes. vocals from the studio, yeah, that I want to hear more of that Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? So, just the whole music plug to get into our topic topic of the day. Mo got something to say, y'all. Mo got something to say, y'all. So I need y'all help. (laughs) I need y'all opinion. Right now, just Trav's opinion. But (laughs) when y'all hear this, I need y'all to write me and let me know what y'all think. Am I tripping? Or am I being logical? (laughs) All right. So, boom. What you got? What we're really going to talk about is social media etiquette. Right, right. This all stemmed from a situation I just went through. I followed this guy on social media for the longest, at least six years, maybe. I always live in Alabama. He's here in Atlanta. So, you know, we might have sent hard eyes back and forth, smirks, you know, maybe had conversation here and there. social media flirting going on. You know, we might have had your day, leaving school, da-da-da, you know. Very simple, though. Recently, he posted a picture of him proposing to his girlfriend, which is now his fiance. Me... I'm like, okay, this nigga is engaged now. This is nothing I want to see on my timeline. <laughs> Unfollow. I'm salty, happy for him, though. Salty. <laughs> salty. <laughs> Unfollow. So, um, about a week later, he unfollows me and follows me back. So, I'm like, okay, clearly this nigga know I unfollow him. And he's trying to make it known. So, I DM him. Like, you know, you know you unfollow me. And to make, uh, I mean, I told him, you know, I unfollowed you. To make a long story short, he basically summed up that I unfollowed him because I felt some type of way about his engagement and I really care about him. And he don't understand how I could even get to the conclusion of caring about him. And we never dated. We never had sex. We never talked. Like, why would I be in my feelings that much to unfollow him? And if I feel this strongly, why did I never take our relationship outside of Instagram. I was like, whoa. (laughs) It got deeper than expected now. It got way deeper than expected. See me, I'm a type of Instagram person and I was telling Trav this earlier, you either my friend on Instagram, like I know you or I'm not attracted to you and you just look like a nice person. Friend, you are either my family on Instagram or I'm trying to see your thirst traps. Like, I'm trying to see what's up. Like, I may never so where express was he? it. where was he on that spectrum of what you just mentioned? He was definitely, like, if we ever linked up, like... You can get it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so we also follow for that reason, too. Like, <laughs> Nigga, you shoot your shot, you gonna make nah, it. Yeah, if he shot his shot at okay. any point in time, like, if I'm not in no situation or nothing, I would have linked with him, we would have went out, something like that. 
and seen where that went. But now that I know that is never going to happen, why would I follow him? Just okay. to see, just to see him on one knee every other picture proposing to a girl. Does that make me salty? A little off top. My first initial thought would definitely be, "Oh, she's salty," because if you, well, first of all, a girl wouldn't shoot her shot. That's just not. But y'all way of flirting is y'all way of letting the guy know that you should shoot your shot is to flirt on Instagram and you know. Just I mean, we got full hard eye emoji conversations and like. But off top, the unfollow because I got engaged comes off a little petty and salty, right? But as you just explained, your reasoning for following certain people, everybody has their reasons as to why they follow somebody. Now, my thing with him is he's married. Well, he's engaged, you said. Yeah. Now, if something happened and they get unengaged, (laughs) then he can follow me. (laughs) (laughs) My thing is, how did he notice that? You checking for me. I will say, how did he notice? Like, you should be so... You know, blissfully in love and all of it, you engaged. And then he got to the point, well, you should have said something and da-da-da. And you could have left that off if you... No, that'd be one of those situations where it's like, damn, you wanted me, you ain't, like... But I had said something to him before. Okay, okay. It just never... It never blossomed. Maybe because God had her for him. And that is fine. Right, right, right. (laughs) Right? That's why I'm not tripping. It's just like... Okay, this is... Okay, when I asked some of my guy friends in our group message, they was like, oh, yeah, Mo, you're pressed, you're bothered. Why unfollow him if you don't care? Then I, I flipped the script on them. A bitch get pregnant. What y'all finna do? Oh, I'm unfollowing as soon as that... Soon as soon as that baby drop and she start posting a bunch of pictures of her baby or she get in a relationship and start posting a bunch of pictures of her nigga, uh, why would I follow her anymore? I said, but do you care about that girl? I think in this no. head, if she's liking my stuff, then we think it's a chance that we can still hit. For whatever reason. It's hard for us to just let that thought go. And that's what it would I think that's what it would be based on. If we are communicating with each other, there's a there's a fine line now. Marriage that's like one of the things. Just because you got a kid don't mean that. It don't. And niggas are shallow enough to stop talking to a girl because she have a kid. This man is getting married. Why that. would I even care? To, <laughs> why? When I see his pictures, I'm going to lust over him. I don't want to be lusting over, over somebody's okay. husband. I mean, you have your reasons as to why. So it <laughs> and it's just not like that you I care. About it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and I told him, I'm happy for you. Black love all the way. And she's definitely not, not as cute as me. So. <laughs> look, look, uh, there we go right there. <laughs> Inserts the real issue, right? <laughs> Listen. But she do you, got a nice body and a little big toot toot. Look, so. you like, nigga, you need to know that you don't need to be looking at me because you got somebody. I think that, you know, he reached out because it may just have caught him off guard that you cared that much or it seemed like you cared that much to actually go unfollow him. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it's not even, I don't think the unfollow was like, oh, 
he's engaged. Let me go find this nigga. It's like I'm scrolling on my timeline. I see a picture. I go to his page. He done deleted most of his regular pictures. And now it's filled up him and, him and her. Well, yeah. So it's I'm like, good. unfollow. Like, that just ain't no shit. I don't want to see a... I mean, if I know you, Trav, if I, you're my friend and you're in a healthy, happy relationship, I am loving all of those pictures. Hard eyes, prayer hands, all yeah. of that. Because I know you. If I don't know you, I don't give a fuck about your girlfriend. Even if I never spoke a word to you a day in my life, I'll be like, oh... He's handsome. I can like his pictures. Right. I think your decision was healthy for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I, I, for you, you know. It, it, because respectfully so, it keeps you from being in that space when you see his pictures and when you see him. And person, I'm trying you know to grow as a person and, and not fuck nobody else. Um, <laughs> boyfriend. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and this, that, this that girl for y'all. Like, hey, man. <laughs> Hey, but I feel it though because a lot of times, like, I see girls that, and I mean, I guess it's different for guys because sometimes it can be somebody that you may have just had sex with, you may still want to have sex with them, so you're going to continue to follow them just in case something go wrong, you can slide on in there when they're in that vulnerable space, you know And what you saying? know what else but is But you'll something? never know more since you don't follow them. Right, and I don't want to know because okay. I don't care. <laughs> But it's also people that I have dealt with and actually had a friendship while dealing with them that have got married that I can still follow because we actually had a friendship based in in our relationship. Mm-hmm. But just some random ass nigga that I followed, like you can get to unfollow quicker than anyone else because I have no ties to you. Right, right. So what what's your perspective on... Having conversations via social media when you're in a situation like that. So it is y'all's communication, how y'all were prior to this. Would that be acceptable once he's engaged? On his part, no. Okay. But it's okay for you because. And honestly, I mean, I necessarily am at a point in my life where I wouldn't. But, and that's why I unfollow, because I can see myself easily sending a hard eye from a picture. Right. And niggas go nigga most of the time. <laughs> niggas go nigga. And it's really up to that nigga to check whatever girl is doing what they're doing. But nine times out of ten, niggas' egos be so high that they going to let the compliments and the thirstiness roll in. Mm-hmm. So really, I'm really being respectful to your wife. Okay. So, what was his response after y'all had all of this? He was just like, yeah, you saw it too. Let me just dead it. No, he was trying to like, why why didn't we talk? I'm so sad you didn't talk to me. You went from me caring to now I'm like, nigga, you caring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then he said, well, I know now that you're finally in Atlanta, all these niggas is definitely thirsty for you now. I hate that I missed my chance. You know, stuff like that. And I'm like, and that's when I ended the conversation. Like, I wish you and her the best. Because just like I said, yeah, niggas take- is gone. Nigga. <laughs> and I don't want my nigga nigga in. <laughs> Yo, I'm weak as hell. Niggas gone nigga though. I mean, I, that's true. And I, I know they think, or y'all think, 
oh, this is just social media. This is just a girl that I've been giving hard eyes for six years and never linked up with. Right. You know, like, it's all harmless in an aspect until that one time she make you mad or this, that, and the other, and you think you could just hop in your DMs and and you you in the city and I'm in the city and we link up. So, with social media etiquette, how do you feel about someone you're dating? You, y'all been dating, y'all kicking it. And they communicate with their ex just on some friendly stuff via social media. It may, you know, they may send, the ex may send some hard eyes every now and then or like, dang, you look good. Or how does that make, how would that make you feel? Me personally, I don't, I don't fuck with that shit. Okay. Cause that's not something I'm going to do to anybody I'm dating. Mm-hmm. First of all, my ex is my ex for a reason. Right. Cause if he was, even if y'all cool though. Hard eyes and stuff like that. No, That's a bit much, right? well, it, it is a bit much. And if you are gonna do that, you need to keep it discreet enough for that shit to never come out. Like, right. like, and it shouldn't even be often enough for it to ever become an issue. So when should it stop? Once you get engaged or actually married? Oh, it should stop if you're like boyfriend girlfriend. I agree. I agree. And I feel that same way. Like, I, I think it's a respect thing. It is. And although. You have a, you know... And that's somebody who's had you before. Exactly. That you have a connection with. And especially for... I think it's different for girls because, like I said, with guys, as long as you're responding, if I've had you before, then I feel like I could possibly get you again, regardless of how happy you seem on your social media. It's not even you. I feel like everybody that I've had, I can have again. Right, and it's and especially when y'all communicate and you're sending hard eyes and stuff, you're like, dang, you know. So it's constantly kind of taking you back to that moment. You can be completely over that person, but I don't fuck with that either. Like, I feel like you need to dead. Now, I ain't going to say dead it. Y'all can be cordial if y'all see each other speak. You know, if they got some good things going on, then I, actually, I, I ain't even really, really with too much liking on social media. I don't like the, I try not to. I get, don't mind a double tap. It just depends on how often it is. Because as a nigga, the last thing you want is this nigga thinking that he can still have you. Although you can't control that. You can't control how. You can't. Because I don't talk to n- none of my exes and still. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a little mentally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's respectful though. Because like, I mean, social media is different. You know what I think? It's not petty. It's just respecting the space that you're in with that person. You know what I'm saying? So, in regards to the social media etiquette, I feel like, you know, a double tap may not be as bad. But when you're getting into DMs and hard eyes and emojis, it's just like, damn, I miss you. And it's like, you're not, you can even not respond to that. Once you see it, I feel like you literally have to nip it in the bud by, yo, you got to stop. Yeah, or you know, just like, a simple. Yeah, just—that's where a block would be effective. Okay, okay. Block because it. nobody would know that they're blocked. They might just not see your stuff anymore and not. But it's think gonna show that you it. haven't watched any of what they're sending you. I mean, after a while, you should stop sending them stuff if they haven't looked at your DM. But it says seen. So I never block nobody for real on uh, Instagram or nothing. So yeah, I, I think you can send a message, but of course, it says seen. I don't. I haven't blocked nobody. I don't know how that works. I don't know if they can even send you a message if you're blocked. But I don't think they may not be able to send a message if you're blocked. Actually, but if you open a message and it says "seen," 
Some niggas I've seen girls show messages like, yo, I've never responded to this nigga. Just look. Oh, I have that. I have trails and trails (laughs) of good morning, beautiful. Why are you still? (laughs) Hey, beautiful. What's up, beautiful? Hey, you're not gonna say nothing. Oh, hey, like nigga, stop. (laughs) That that you know, different strokes for different folks. Not my style, you know what I'm saying. But I think a part of social media etiquette comes down to communicating. Especially with the person you're talking to, um, you may not be in the same space with them, and it may not be something you can just cut off immediately. But out of respect for your partner, the person you're dating, it should definitely be wow. This nigga is bugging y'all. Mo is showing me a DM right now. This nigga comments and comments and comments. Wow, niggas are weird. You ain't never even like this nigga post and then like it's like <laughs> it's paragraphs. paragraphs in between what is wrong with this <laughs> yo y'all niggas gotta stop bro y'all making us look bad man <laughs> y'all making us look bad but i think that's crazy that uh you know i honestly i don't really take rejection too well now i don't think that i'm just the me either man. and <laughs> i know, know i ain't the best but i don't Listen, take it you well. not respond to me one time it's a shoot my flirt. I ain't gonna say shot. I shoot my flirt in my res- in my respective range. I'm not gonna go in Michael B. Jordan shit. Right. And like not even get off red or seen. Or so shit girl shoot they shot. I shot shot my shot a few times. Okay. Um, Sometimes it's gone great and sometimes it's gone bad because only reason it's gone bad is because I haven't done my research. And they be like oh thank you that's so sweet but I'm married. And I be like Oh damn! I should have looked a few more pictures. We're <laughs> gonna stop at the third row. Yeah. Like no, you big Didn't out. read the Bible. But, <laughs> but what's funny is, right? I think I can appreciate girls who will shoot their shot respectfully because, actually, to me, that makes our relationship a little more solid. Because especially if I'm digging you, for me to know that you stepped out of your comfort zone to actually reach out to me that's going to make me approach you a certain way already. It's going to really make me comfortable. I've shot my shot in person, and that was the best thing I could have ever done. That works, too. Not- Actually, I've done it twice, and it will, one didn't like even result into us talking or anything, but I like offered to buy a guy a drink. Okay. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, you're so handsome. Um, I think he was DJing at a party, um, and I was like, I just wanted to buy you a drink. Da da da. He was like, What? You think I'm handsome? I'm like, Yeah. And he was like, Bartender, get her and her friends around the drink. That's what I'm me. saying. Like, it, it just make it like, yo. And I'm like, I'm trying to somebody, buy you a drink. Yeah, especially if it's somebody I, I can rock with. Now, girls who shoot their shot sometimes in my DM be the ones. I'm like, Why? Why are you, <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you here? Like, <laughs> go away. But, you know, I think if it's somebody that you actually can see yourself rocking with. You know, and you know your person. league. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> know your league, yo. Like, don't shoot your shot. For some, I mean, it's, it's okay to dream big, but I be can't realistic. lie, though. Every time I shot my shot, especially the two times that I remember shooting in person, alcohol was heavily involved. Okay. Which ain't nothing wrong with a little she alcohol courage. Nice one night stand, though. I actually <laughs> shot my shot to one guy, 
it didn't end a result in a one night stand, but we ended up living in the same apartment complex. Okay, have you had a one night stand before? I've never had a one night stand that maybe it was intended to be a one night stand. Oh, oh it continues. But somehow that motherfucker always end up being my whole boyfriend. Like <laughs> <laughs> that snap. <laughs> The snap, that's my back. back. Hey, that's now crack a pop, y'all. Now, I've had a one night stand. I met somebody. We had a great night. And then, I don't you know. You didn't want to reach back out? I did, but I didn't get a number. Oh, you just didn't have means to reach out? I didn't out. have the means to reach so out. So, you just so met did. her out? No, no, no. So, what's funny is something happened and... I don't know if it was like a event or something and they pulled up on the after party type event and it was just a vibe. She, everybody left. She wanted to stay and we kicked it. We had so much fun that night. They didn't register to me to get her information. And then after the fact, I could have reached out to the person that brought her, but I didn't really want them to really be in the business. So I just kind of left it. And if she really wanted to, I guess she, she would have found a way. Exactly. So I feel I, we kind of probably felt the same way. Um, and it's funny because even after we kicked it, after we had sex or whatever, we had a good little time kicking it together after the fact. But I don't know. I think maybe she might have had a boyfriend. I maybe. Say. That's probably why she didn't. Yeah. Because so, women, if we liked it, we're going to reach back. Exactly. Out so she was in the moment and we were cool. But after the fact, I think the next morning, of course, alcohol was involved. We both had been drinking. So. That could have had a lot of... But I was cool with it, too. I mean... Yeah, it was what it was. You had nothing invested in it. Exactly. It was a fun night. You know, I wasn't tripping over it. But, yeah, I think with social media etiquette, man, I think everybody has their different approach as to why they do what they do, why they follow... So, what makes you unfollow someone or... Let's start with that. What makes you... Scrolling down your timeline, you see some shit. What'll make you unfollow? I'm not really big with following people just because. You don't scroll down your shit and be like, now, how am I following this person? No, no, no. <laughs> I have had people like that. Like, people, okay, so I've had, I've seen on social media somebody consistently post just like weird pics of themselves. Like, why do you post so much? Like, sometimes when people get on social media, like, and they're, well, this used to happen a lot back in the day, they'll post the same pic of themselves like four times. The exact same pic. Like, okay, you're going to get unfollowed because you don't even know rules of social media why are you posting the same pic four times another thing is um when girls post just like a t- like i don't really like thirst trap thirst i won't say thirst trap yeah i don't mind like a good thirst trap <laughs> i don't mind a good little thirst trap every now and then but when you're going overboard and just trying to promote so much of yourself and you look whack doing it you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't a thirst trap. You look stupid. You can't really even dance. Your ass look weird anyway. Like, <laughs> you ain't even really throwing that ass like you think you is, but you're constantly posting videos and just doing the most on social media. I don't really like that. But if, you know what I'm saying, you kind of got something going, it's like, all right, shoot, you straight. You know, a good little thirst trap every now and then. But I'm not really too big on just following people just because I if I follow you, then... Of course, like back in the day, you got that ass. Yeah, <laughs> like back in the day, I used to follow people back all the time, and it's like now, um, my involvement with, with social media has just decreased tremendously. Honestly, from three years ago, I just ain't really invested into it no much. I'm actually moving towards completely getting off social media, but because I am an entrepreneur, 
I kind of have to be on it, but I'm moving more towards building the brand and then just having to run the business on social media and not so much of me. But until I get to that point, social media does what it is. I just think it's very toxic, man. Social media is just way too toxic. So It has its good and it has its bad. It does. It does. So, yeah. What what make me unfollow people? Like I said, you get engaged. <laughs> Clearly, right? <laughs> if you if you post them pictures that make one big picture on your page and it's just like blocks of random things and then when you click on their page you see the whole picture, I'm unfollowing you. Oh, another thing, now you brought this up. I don't like a bunch of Snapchat filter pics. Oh, me and either. just like your head and it's like you're not really showing your body. Cause that means you want my six hundred pound life. <laughs> that means you out of something. But I definitely can't do at this age. If all of your pictures are the snap filters, the flowers, the butterflies, or, you know all of that, yo, no, that means you just hiding something, or you, you kind of probably got an insecurity with yourself. And yeah, I'm good on that. So to wrap up the social media conversation, I gotta say that I watched this show called The Circle. Okay, what's that? On Netflix. Okay. So basically... I think I... Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like a Netflix show. They don't know who the people are. Yeah, you could be a catfish. You could be a real... And it just... It shows how fake social media is. Like... Everybody wants to play fake nice, fake this, fake that. And it's like... Nobody's really being themselves. Facts. And it's... I don't know. It's a good show. It's kind of lame... In a way, but if you watch it, you kind of get stuck into watching it because it's like, how the fuck? This is really how we be on social media. Folks be behind a whole catfish profile just to feel secure about themselves or just because they think that this is what people is going to like. But now we really are getting to an age where people don't care if you fat, big, skinny, lesbian. People want to see who you are. You are, for real. I saw somebody say one time, social media is the only place that you can flex with money and actually get paid for doing it. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? You flex like you got the money. That builds your following. Next thing you know, you're getting paid for being a social media influencer. But I did read that Instagram was going to start. They not liking this. They, Instagram they is not liking people making money off of this they platform. They they, and they, they don't have they a good get, cut. Yeah, they not getting no money from it. They said that they were going to start showing photos that are photoshopped and stuff. Yeah, so all you Which Instagram is cool models, me. they coming for you, bitch ass. Good. I'm going to save, start saving up for my surgery after yeah. I get my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just be like, keep posting my little gym pictures every day. Hey, yeah. shout out to Mo, y'all. Let me let me say that. Let me just take a moment to say shout out to Mo, y'all. She been in that gym. You know what I'm saying? She coming for all y'all skinny hoes. I'm telling you. <laughs> she coming for y'all. And I'm going to be on her ass. She ain't going to stop either, y'all. I'm going to be on her ass. I'm going to be asking her, have you been to the gym this week? When she started, well, I was going to go at stop. No right. excuses, y'all. We in the gym. Today is usually my day off, but I'm going to New Orleans this weekend. So I already know how that food situation gonna be. So no days off this week. Gotta go hard all week so the weekend I can turn up. But we gonna wrap this thing up for sure. My mouth is killing me. I gotta go take some medicine, man, and lay it on down. But shout out to everybody that tunes in consistently, man. We really appreciate y'all. We see the numbers on the back end, so. 
you know, y'all hopping back in there. Tell a friend to tell a friend, y'all. You know, let's get back into how we was last season. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, that's really all right. We gonna get some more engagement. Going we got y'all start coming, by asking the questions. And stuff. We yeah, we are working on some stuff. We actually gonna have a live conversation here soon. We kind of planning it now. So y'all just stay tuned. And we got y'all. You can follow me at i underscore motive m o t i v underscore the number eight. And of course, you can follow me on everything: Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, no, not Facebook, but Mo underscore Towns, M O underscore T O W N S, and you can follow the podcast at Let's Motivate TL, and that's at L E T S M O T I V A T L. I'm so glad you said that this week because my teeth would have touched trying to say all that. She said that and like, no, not having. But yeah, appreciate y'all. We out of here. All right, bye.